KMTT, Kinitzion Tetzei Torah, today's Thursday. We have the weekly shiur in topics in Hilchot Kashut, given by Halav Asaf Bednash. Today we will discuss the halachot of an onion cut with a milchik or fleshik knife. Last week we learned the halacha of Nat Barnat, which told us that para food, which was for example, cooked in a fleshic or milchic pot, still remain pariv for some halachic purposes. However, the Gemara in Masechet Chulin at the end of Daf Kuf Yud Aleph contrasts dogim sha'olu shel basar, fish which were placed hot on a fleshic tray, with tznon shechatchol basakin shechatach basar, with a radish cut with a fleshic knife. While dagim shalu bakara mutar lochlam bikutach, tznon shechatchobasakin shechatach babasara sur lochlo bikutach, bahanimili tznon dagav churfe bala. The Gemara tells us that while fish, which were placed on a fleshic tray, may be considered pariv and eaten with milk, a radish cut with a fleshic knife is considered fleshic and may not be eaten with milk. And this is because agav churfe bala. Because of its sharpness, it was able to absorb a more potent fleshic taste. A number of questions come up in analyzing this halacha, which would impact on the situation, all too common nowadays, of onions or other sharp or spicy foods, which were cut with a fleshic or milchic knife. One question that arises is how this radish, and let's assume, like most we've shown him, that they were referring to a type of radish common in the days of Chazal, which was quite sharp. How did this radish absorb the fleshic taste from the knife if it's cold? And while the Ramban is of the opinion that only a hot radish cut with a fleshic knife will become fleshic. Most Rishonim, as a matter of fact, almost all other Rishonim, are of the opinion that Duchka de Sakina, the pressure of cutting with a knife, is the equivalent of heat in that it has the ability to transfer a taste from a utensil to a food, at least if that food is charif, is sharp. Therefore, again, although the Ramban is of the opinion that this only applies when you cut hot onions or hot radishes we follow the majority opinion of all other Rishonim who tell us that Chorfa plus Dochka de Sakina the pressure of a knife combined with the sharpness of the food will cause a transfer of taste from the knife to the food even if it is cold the question is how this applies to contemporary kitchens and cutting onions and this depends on three halachic debates in the Rishonim. If we were to ask the question of the status of an onion cut with a fleshic knife, we would have to ask three questions. A. When the Gemara tells us that a sharp vegetable cut with a knife receives and absorbs the taste of that knife, does that mean only a tznon, 
the type of radish they were dealing with, which had exceptional properties, perhaps sharp, sharpness or other exceptional properties, or does that apply to all sharp vegetables? While the Rashba and perhaps Rabbeinu Yechiel were of the opinion that this only applies to the radish mentioned in the Gemara, most Rishonim, including the Rambam and Tosvot, interpret the Gemara as referring to any sharp vegetables. Therefore, although there's one opinion that this halacha would not apply to onions, we follow the Shulchan Aruch in the beginning of Simen Sadivav follows the opinion of most Rishonim that this halacha applies even to onions and other sharp vegetables, and therefore any sharp vegetable cut with a fleshic knife would become fleshic. However, another question arises in Rashi, the very top of the next Amad in Chulin Dav Kuf Yud Bet. Rashi tries to explain the contrast between fish in the fleshic pot and the radish cut with a fleshic knife. How come the fish cooked in the fleshic pot are parved because of the rule of not bar not, because they received a secondary taste? Meat to pot, pot to fish. For the details of this halacha, see last week's year. But how come, at the very least, for most halachic purposes, we consider those fish in some circumstances pariv, while the radish is considered fleshic, even though it only received a secondary taste. The taste of the meat went into the knife, and from the knife went into the radish. Rashi has two opinions. According to Rashi's first opinion, Rashi's first explanation, the heter of not barnat applies to sharp vegetables as well. If the taste had gone from the meat into the knife and from the knife into the onion, perhaps it would be parif. That is, if you cut the onion with a clean knife, perhaps it would be parif, because it's a secondary taste, meat to knife and knife to onion. However, most knives, at least at the time of Chazal, and sometimes even in our days a little on those serrated edges, were dirty most of the time. Their knives were apparently always dirty, even our knives occasionally have some dirt on them if the serrated edges are not cleaned properly. But Rashi of the opinion, in his first explanation, that only a dirty knife will make the onion fleshic, because that is a first transfer of taste. The meat, the fat, the congealed fat on the knife, gives its taste directly to the onion. If it were a clean knife, then perhaps the onion would still be pirate because it only received a not bar not, a noting tam, bar noting tam, a secondary taste. Rashi's second opinion, however, his second interpretation says, Because of the pressure of the knife, the taste of the knife goes into the radish, or in our case, the onion, and because the onion is sharp, somehow for reasons which I have not completely understood, a sharp food has the ability to absorb taste more strongly than a bland food. And therefore, even a secondary taste, if it is absorbed by a sharp food, is absorbed so strongly as to be the equivalent of a primary taste. According to Rashi's second opinion then, even if you cut your onions with a clean knife, 
and it were a secondary taste, the meat taste went into the knife, the knife taste went into the onions, since the onions are so sharp, they absorb even a secondary taste in such a strong fashion that it's still considered a fleshic taste, and the onions are still fleshic. So according to Rashi's opinion, the entire heter of not bar not, this rule that we're lenient by secondary transfer of taste, does not apply to sharp objects. A third machloket that comes into play here, which Tosvot already mentions that they weren't sure how to paskin regarding, is the issue of a knife which is eno ben yomo. More often than not, than not, if you cut an onion in your kitchen with a fleshic knife, that knife has not been used for meat within the last 24 hours. Generally, we assume that any case of a cliche eno ben yomo, when a utensil has not been used in the past 24 hours, whatever taste, residual taste, is left absorbed into that utensil, whatever little taste molecules are hiding between the space of the substance, within the space of the substance of that utensil, are stale or spoiled, are no St. Tamlif Gamble, only give a detrimental taste to the food which that utensil is used to process. And a detrimental taste, a noting tam gam, is not halachically significant. Therefore, for example, if we had a fleshic pot and cooked spaghetti in that pot, if that pot hadn't been used within the past 24 hours, the spaghetti would still be pariv, because any meat taste is pogum, is now spoiled and detrimental, and will not affect the spaghetti. Even if you cook spaghetti in a treif pot, if that treif pot hadn't been used within the last 24 hours, all the treif taste in that pot is no tintam gum, is a detrimental taste, and would not affect your spaghetti in the least. What if you cut your radish in the Gemara's case, of their radishes, or you cut your onion with a fleshic knife which is Eino Ben Yomo. With a fleshic knife or a milchic knife that had not been used within the last 24 hours. We might expect the halacha to tell us that that onion remains parif because any fleshic taste or milchic taste or treif taste for that matter in the case of a treif knife which enters into the onion would be noting tam gam would be a detrimental taste and would not affect the halachic status of that onion. And in fact, that is the opinion of the Maharami Rutenberg. The Maharami Rutenberg, which is the first opinion quoted by the Mechaber in the beginning of Yoridea Simon Tzadivav, tells us that if you used a clean Yomo knife, a clean knife that had not been used for 24 hours to cut your onion, then the onion is still pariv, because there's no actual meat which gives its taste to the onion. Just the taste absorbed in the knife enters into the onion, and that taste is by now stale and noting tam lifgam. However, the second opinion in the Shulchan Aruch there, which is the opinion of the Sefer Hatruma, tells us that a Dover Choref, a sharp food, just as we learned, a sharp food has a special power, that it absorbs taste from a knife through Dukkadis Akina, through the pressure of a knife, even though it is cold. 
And just as we learned that, according to the second interpretation of Rashi, which we follow, a sharp food has the special power that even a secondary taste, a not bar not entering into a sharp food, makes it fleshic or milchic and is considered a real taste. Likewise, a sharp food has a third power. It is mach based on the Gemara and the which attributes its power to one particular sharp food called chiltit, the Sefer Truma Paskins, that a sharp food has the power to rehabilitate an Eina Ben Yomo taste, to restore the good taste of a, an absorbed taste that has been sitting absorbed inside a knife for the last 24 hours. And therefore, it rehabilitates that meat taste. The meat taste then gives the onion a tamleshvach, a good taste, a positive taste, and therefore makes the onion fleshit. We follow, as per the psach of the shach and all the other achronim, the more machmir sheet of the Sefer Truma against the Maharami Rutenberg, and we assume that although when it comes to regular foods, any taste which has been sitting in a utensil for the last 24 hours is considered spoiled and will not ruin the halachic status of the food processed or cooked in that utensil. If you cook a sharp food in a pot or cut a sharp food with a knife, even though that pot or knife had not been used within the last 24 hours and the taste in that pot or knife was spoiled, it will be able to impart a good taste to the sharp food because the unique properties of sharp foods rehabilitate stale tastes and a sharp food has the ability to absorb even an old stale taste in a way in which that taste will have a positive net effect and will be considered a tam l'shvach, a good taste, and make that food, that onion flesheth. Just to review then, we have discovered three unique chumras, stringencies, of sharp foods such as onions. Number one, they can absorb the taste of a knife which cuts them even though they're cold. Number two, even a secondary transfer of taste of a milk or fleshic taste, which normally will not be so halakhically significant will make them milchic or fleshic. And number three, even an old taste which has been sitting absorbed in a utensil for the last 24 hours, which normally has no halachic power, will be rehabilitated and be able to affect them. Therefore, an onion cut with a trafe knife, no matter what the circumstances is trafe, an onion cut with a fleshic knife, no matter what the circumstances is fleshic, and an onion cut with a milchic knife, no matter what the circumstances is milchik. What happens if you fry onions in a fleshic pan or cut onions with a fleshic knife? You consider those onions fleshic and you may not mix them with milk. What happens bidyeved if accidentally you already cut onions with a fleshic knife or sautéed them in a fleshic frying pan and put them into a milchic dish or milchic soup or 
you already cut onions with a milchik knife or sautéed onions in a milchik frying pan and then put them into your fleshik chulent, Bidiyeved, will they make your chulent treif? So the base mayor is lenient here. The base mayor says, even though we have been stringent, we paskin l'chumra on all of the various arguments that we mentioned in interpreting the Gemara and Chulind of Kofiyad Aleph to Kofiyad Bet, perhaps once we look at all those arguments together, we can find grounds to be lenient. The base mayor reasons that if you, certainly if you already cut your onions with a milking knife, don't put them in the chulant. Certainly don't make any trouble. But if you already cut onions with a milchik knife and put them in the chulant, then he says, after all, maybe the Gemara only meant that a radish has these special properties, not an onion. And even if Will Paskin, that the Gemara meant all sharp foods, and even an onion is considered sharp, maybe the first interpretation of Rashi is correct, and even a sharp food only becomes milchik if it absorbs a first taste of milk, a pro- from the milk itself, from a dirty knife. But maybe the heter of nap are not would apply to a sharp food. And if you use a clean milchik knife, that onion could still be considered parif. And even if we will paskin lechumra, that the heter of nap are not does not apply to sharp foods, maybe that's only if the knife had been used for milk within the last 24 hours. When it's been yomo. But if the knife hasn't been used within the last 24 hours for milk, and it's Eina ben Yomo. Perhaps we can rely on the sheet of the Marami Rutenberg that the heter of no Saint Tom Lifgam, the idea that a 24-hour-old taste is stale and has no halachic effect, applies even to sharp foods. And even if we'll be machran all of these questions together, maybe that's only lechatchila. So don't put the onion in your chulant, but the evid when you already put it in your chulant, maybe there's grounds to be lenient. I could even add to the base mayor that you could throw in the sheet of the Ramban. Maybe the Gemara never meant that a radish which is cut, that a cold radish cut by a knife absorbs taste. Maybe it only meant a hot radish. Nonetheless, that therefore, sorry, the base mayor paskins that bediyeved, we will rely on all of these lenient sheetas put together. We'll hope that at least one of them is true. That either... The Gemara never meant to discuss onions, only radishes. Or, the Gemara never meant to be machmir on a napar, not on a secondary taste of milk, only on a primary taste. Or, the Gemara only meant to be machmir when it was a knife used within the last 24 hours, a ben-yomo knife. But we're not machmir on an eno ben-yomo knife. Therefore, b'dyeved, the base mayor is meiko. However, all the other achronim disagree with him. All the Akronim assume that even with all of these factors put together, even Bidiyevit, if it's already been cooked, we have no right to be Mekel. They assume that we paskin l'chumra on all of these various machlokot, these arguments, unhesitatingly, and we don't look back. We are certain that the Gemara stringencies apply to all sharp foods, we are certain that sharp foods have no heter of naparnat and even a secondary transfer of taste will make that sharp food milchik. And we are certain that we hold like the Sefer Hatruma 
And even if the knife hadn't been used in 24 hours and would normally consider, be considered a bad taste, when cutting a sharp food, it somehow imparts a good taste. So what do we do in this situation? Perhaps we can nonetheless be makel on this cholent based on an insight of the Shulchan Aruch to Simanim earlier in Simon Tzadidalid Se'if Vav based on the rule of Bittel Bishishim. Even, we know that even if tray food somehow finds its way into your cholent, if it's less than a 60th, your cholent is still mutter. Even if milk finds its way into the cholent or meat finds its way into some milchik dish, if less than a 60th, then it cannot be tasted and is considered mutter. Now, often the onions are more than the 60th, more than a 60th of the cholent. And therefore, if the onions had been cut with a trafe knife, there would be no grounds for leniency. Because when something absorbs a trafe taste, we apply the rule of Hanan, Hatiha Na Nivela, any food which absorbs a trafe taste is considered inherently completely trafe. Therefore, if onions were cut with a trafe knife, those onions would be considered trafe or at least most of those onions would be considered treif. And if those onions were more than a 60th of the cholent, your whole cholent is treif, no question about it. However, the Shulchan Aruch points out that if onions were cut with a milchik knife and then put in your cholent, when the onions were cut with a milchik knife, they weren't treif. They were just milchik. There is no rule that anything which, has a mil- which absorbs a milchik taste becomes completely milk. We do ever rule anything absorbing a trafe taste becomes completely trafe. That's called chaticha nasit nevela. The piece becomes trafe. But if something absorbs a milchik taste, it does not become inherently milchik. It's just the carrier of a milchik taste. So if we think about these onions, the onions absorbed a milchik taste. How much milk taste could be in these onions? Well, the worst case scenario, really an impossible scenario, but let's just take the worst case scenario, and if we can find grounds to be lenient to the worst case scenario, then we know that it is mutter. The worst case scenario is that this knife, although this isn't strictly physically possible, that this knife was full of milk taste. Every cubic millimeter of the metal of this knife just had a little metal and was full of little milk molecules. And, to continue the worst case scenario, all of those milk molecules left the knife and entered the onion when you were cutting the onion. Even in that worst case scenario, how much of this onion, how much milk could there be in this onion? Well, there can't be any more milk in the onion than the volume of the knife blade. The onion only became milkshake because it absorbed the milk taste from the knife blade. It couldn't have absorbed more milk taste from the knife blade than the knife blade contained. Therefore, the maximum amount of milk taste that could be present in these onions is the volume of the blade of the knife. Generally, our knives are not that large. The average knife that we use in our kitchen to cut onions 
is much smaller than a sixtieth of a cholent. If you took took off the knife blade, took sixty knife blades without the handle, took sixty knife blades and put them together, they would occupy a very, very small volume. Therefore, the Shulchan Aruch says that at least in the case where you cut onions with a milchik knife and cook them in a fleshic pot, any milk taste in these onions is batel b'shishim in the cholent. Because again, the maximum milk taste that can be present in the onions is the volume of the knife blade. And a knife blade is pretty much always less than a 60th of the volume of a cholent. Therefore, even though Bidi Eved, we assume against the base mayor that even though there are many ambiguities in the sugya, we assume even Bidi Eved, these onions are actually milchik, mamish milchik, Nonetheless, they only have a little bit of milk in them. One knife blade's worth of milk. And that milk is batalbashishim, is less than a sixtieth of the cholent, so it will not trafe up the cholent. Now, this heter is not quite so simple. There are actually three opinions. Regarding what, to, how to paskin in a case like this. The Aruch HaSholchan, following the Psach of the Crazy Placey, says the Cholent might be Mutter, but the onions are Usr, and you have to throw out the onions. He reasons that although the Cholent is Mutter, because any milk taste that the onions have is less than a sixtieth of the Cholent, the onions are still traced because the onions have a milk taste and they absorb the meat taste from the cholent. Therefore, you could eat the cholent, but you have to throw out the onions. Rabbi Yekiva Eger is even more machmer. He says that once the onions are traced, he applies the principle of chanan, chaticha nasit nevela, that anything which has a trafe taste in it becomes completely trafe says the entire onions turn treif, and then if the onions are more than a 60th of the cholent, they will go back and make your cholent treif. We cannot now analyze the reason for the divergence, for the divergent opinions of the Archa Shulchan versus Rabbi Kiva Eger. But what they have in common is that they both assume that the, at the very least the onions remain treif, because the onions retain the milchic taste they absorbed from the knife and also absorb the fleshic taste from the cholent. The difference is the Orch HaShokhan says, therefore the onions are treif. Rabbi Kriya Eger says, and therefore the onions go back and make the entire cholent treif. However, most poskim reject the approach of the Orch HaShokhan and or Rabbi Kriya Eger. The Ramah, the Maram Lublin, and the Shach, and the Taz, and the Machaber seem to imply that in such a case, the Cholent will remain kosher. 
Not only that, but a simple reading of their words implies that the shulet will remain kosher and the onions will remain kosher as well. Which is stated explicitly by the shach and the taz quoting the maharam milublin. Why is that? The Akronim explain that when you cook onions in a chulent, any milchic taste that, that, that those onions may have absorbed from the milchic knife is expelled from those onions and diluted throughout the chulent. When you cook food that absorbed the taste of a knife, that taste gets dispersed by the heat throughout the entire pot. Therefore, even though the onions came into the chulent with a milchic taste absorbed in them, by the time the cooking process got going, those onions were no longer milchic. The milchic taste spread throughout the whole chulent and was batal b'shishim, since it was less than a 60th, became nullified and halachically insignificant. Therefore, at the end of the day, the cholent is fleshek, and any milk taste in the cholent is batal b'shishim, is less than a 60th. The onions are fleshek as well, because any milk taste in the onions was dispersed by the heat of the cooking throughout the entire pot, and nullified because it was batal b'shishim less than one sixtieth. Halachal there are those who paskin l'chumra. There are many who paskin, like the opinion of the Orch HaShoch and the Kresu Plesi, that the cholent is kosher, but the onions are treif, because the onions keep their milchic taste. There are many who even paskin, like Rabbi Yekiva Eger, that since the onions are treif, they go back and treif up the entire cholent. However, it seems that given the fact that the milchic status of these onions was the very iffy in the first place, given the base mayor's logic and his three reasons for perhaps suggesting that the onions never became milchik, and given the opinion of strong majority of Poskin that even if the onions were milchik, they lose their milchik status by being cooked in the cholent. I think that there's ample grounds for being makil in such a case, bidyeved, if one cut onions with a milchic knife and put them in the fleshic cholent, or fried onions in a milchic pan and put them in the cholent, or of course vice versa, cut them with a fleshic knife, or fried them in a fleshic pan and put them into a milchic dish, while there are those who would be machmir, I think there are ample grounds for being makil because, number one, as the base mayor points out, maybe the Gemara only meant to attribute certain special properties to their radishes and not to all sharp foods. Number two, maybe even if sharp foods absorb the taste of a knife through, through the pressure of cutting, as our, even if sharp foods absorb the taste of a knife through the pressure of cutting, the heter of Napar not applies in a secondary taste of meat or milk is not halakhically significant. Number three, since the knives that we use are almost always Enob and Yomo, haven't been used hot for the last 24 hours, perhaps, 
even a sharp food, when cut with an Eina ben Yomo knife, remains parif, because the old taste remains stale and gives it a detrimental taste. And number four, even if we assume the onions are milchik, according to most poskim, shach, the maram luplin, and the taz, those onions lose their milchik status as soon as they begin cooking, because the milchik taste in them disperses throughout the cholent, and since the volume, the size of the milchik taste in the onions is at maximum only the volume of the blade of, an, of the knife, therefore it is certainly less than a sixties of the cholent pot and batal b'shishim, and in such case there are certainly ample grounds for enjoying the cholent without looking back, being careful next time to make it a policy to either be very careful to prepare onions and other sharp foods only with fleshing utensils for fleshing meals and milking utensils for milking meals, or, even better advice, have a pariv knife on hand for cutting onions and other sharp vegetables, and maybe even go so far as a pariv pan for frying onions just to avoid the possibility of mistake.